Welcome to the Rock Fight, where we speak our truth, slay sacred cows, and sometimes agree to disagree. I'm Colin True. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is time for an outdoor movie review presented by The Rock Fight. Today we head back to the chaotic choices of 2002 when music was at an all-time low and baggy or hip-riding denim was at its all-time high. A time when the women made their hair as flat as possible and the men thought that frosting their tips was the pinnacle of cool. And on the island of Oahu, the music and fashion was on a collision course with Pipe Masters, where you don't just get hurt, but you could die. That's right, it's 2002. We're dating NFL quarterbacks while trying to get barreled because today I just watched Blue Crush. We're going to have a look at the movie and more importantly, the outdoor elements of the movie to determine if Blue Crush is in fact not simply a memorable time capsule from the early aughts, but if it transcends all the rap rock and migraine inducing sound to be required viewing when it comes to surf movies. And most importantly, we'll either give Blue Crush the rock fight stamp of approval or erase the movie from all human consciousness. Spoilers are permissible from here on out, so if you haven't seen Blue Crush, a movie that came out in 2002 which is currently available to buy or rent on Apple TV, continue at your own risk. Alright, the synopsis for Blue Crush. Nothing gets between Anne-Marie, played by Kate Bosworth, and her board. Living in a beach shack with three roommates, including her rebellious younger sister, she is up before dawn every morning to conquer waves and count the days until the Pipe Masters surf competition. Anne-Marie finds all she needs in the adrenaline-charged surf scene until pro quarterback Matt Tolman comes along. Like it or not, Anne-Marie starts losing her balance and finding it as she falls for Matt. So, some movies are timeless, and you honestly don't notice the era in which they were made. Go back and rewatch Shawshank, The Godfather Part Two, or Halloween, and you won't get hung up on the style of filmmaking in the era in which the movie came out. But as we go through outdoor or sports-themed movies, it's harder not to notice or make excuses for the obvious year in which it was set. Cliffhanger feels like a Stallone flick, even if it was in the latter part of his apex. The River Wild had all the 90s alternative music references that would be lost on a younger viewer in 2023. But Blue Crush feels the most of its time of anything I've watched so far. There's the quick-cutting music video-style editing, the sound that makes every wave sound like Pete Mitchell is landing an F-22 in your head anytime someone is actually surfing. The character archetypes, the songs, it's obvious the filmmakers were like, we are leaning into the pop culture trends of right now, and we demand that the 11 to 22 year old demographic come and see this movie, and we don't give a shit how this will look or sound 20 years from now. And that's kind of great. I had already aged out of that Target demo when this movie came out, so revisiting it now gives me that warm feeling in my cockles on behalf of all the millennials who watch this movie and feel the same way I do when rewatching The Last Starfighter or The Goonies, even if these choices wear me out by the end of the flick. But a lot of it works. The cardinal sin of most sports movies is poorly explaining the ins and outs of the sport to the uninitiated. Because if you do that poorly, you lose the part of the audience that already knows how things work for the sport being featured, and thus the core audience checks out and you'll never get them back. Blue Crush manages these issues by smartly not having a character or give a massive expedition dump, but instead by dropping instructive lines throughout the movie so the viewer can piece it all together, and then during the climax of the Pipe Masters competition, utilizing the competition announcer to add the finishing touches. 
which is way better than if they had tried to have Michelle Rodriguez going deep on surf lingo to Faison Love or something. In fact, the only sports-related dialogue that had me actively cringing was when heartthrob and incredibly underdeveloped romantic lead Matt tried to explain to Anne-Marie that offensive lineman and defiler of hotel rooms Leslie was an okay guy because he was good at watching Matt's backside while he's hanging out in the pocket. Like, really, dude? You think football speak is so universal and relatable that the surfing maid you're trying to hit on is going to hear that and forget about the used rubber and piles of vomit she had to clean up? But moving into where Leslie and Matt were redeemed, at least a little bit, was probably the best sequence of the movie, and that was the surf lesson montage. And only for the reason that it's an absolute relic of a pre-YouTube world. The way surfing is presented to the public in 2023 is definitely crafted by the internet. The montage scene in Blue Crush is an amazing mashup of 1950s beach party movie surfing and the influence of 20 years of MTV. And while it isn't necessarily a good part of the movie, it's incredibly endearing. But let's get into what matters here. The surfing was impressively and ably delivered, even if the sound was doing all it could to pop my eardrums. The story and the dialogue were not great. The only character given any depth was Anne-Marie, and that's only because all of the supporting roles were as shallow as possible. So kind of like The River Wild, we have another outdoor movie where the sport is depicted well, but the rest of the movie, the story part, is kind of a train wreck. But unlike The River Wild, where the story was an insane tale of murderers holding a 10-year-old ministry fan and his family hostage on a raging river, the story in Blue Crush felt smaller. And, all talk of sponsorships and that horrible fist pump pose at the end aside, much more relatable. Where The River Wild is so hard to sit through, Blue Crush is a pretty breezy and fun movie to watch despite all of its faults. So, we will indeed give Blue Crush the rock fight stamp of approval. All right, that's it for Blue Crush. Do you have an outdoor movie you'd like to see featured on a future episode? Send your comments and suggestions to myrockfight at gmail.com. We'll be back next week right here on your new favorite podcast. I'm Colin True. Thanks for listening. The Rock Fight is a production of Rock Fight LLC. 